Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Katie Neal, and welcome back to the Katie and Company podcast. This week on the Superstar Power Hour, we had the one, the only, Dirk Spanley, who is just such a nice man. And I was really excited because right now I am still working and broadcasting from home until we get my new studio in Nashville built. If you missed it, there was a very cute little article in Billboard about that studio that's coming hopefully later this fall. But for right now, I have to had to do like a lot of Zoom interviews still, but now we're finally able to do a few things in person. So I got to sit down with Dirks in person and it was just a lovely conversation. We talked all about his kids. We talked about his extreme hobbies. I don't know if you know this, but he's a certified pilot. He flies all the time, super into mountain biking, just did like a 100 mile race. Uh, we talk about new music. We talk about the upcoming tour. We just honestly, we had a really good conversation. Dirks is such a good guy. Really excited that we had him on the show this week and really can't wait to have him back again soon. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Dirks Bentley. I'm real good. You've yeah. been in here all day? Uh, I've, I've been here since for an hour and a half. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Not bad. That's no, good. I, you know what? It's, it's, Crappy outside, well, not crappy, but it's getting crappier, which is good for me because it's, it's really nice outside. It's, it's really anybody, hard. It's hard to be inside. I know, like yesterday was beautiful. My so. yeah, my band, everyone around me knows. Like, if we're going in the studio for a week or something, my manager would be like, "God, I hope it's I hope it's raining the whole week." Like, just cause <laughs> I, otherwise, I'll be in there going, "You guys got this." I mean, you got this, right? I'm going for a bike ride. Really hard to keep yeah. you focused yeah. when you're in the studio. <laughs> yeah. It's getting worse as I get older. Like, I think after COVID and spending a year in Colorado, it really, it's just gotten to be like. I just recognize how many few, not few, but compared to out west, how many like great blue sky, blue sky days we have here. This year's been yeah. incredible. Uh, the weather's been, this winter was like so nice here, so many blue sky days, but we have, there's times you look at your weather and it's like 10 days of gray. You're like, yeah. whoa. It's re- it really is like, it's hard on you. And yeah. you don't really realize it until the sun comes out and you're like, oh my God, I, know. I feel re-energized. So in those days, I'm like, I have got to I got to cancel disorder. stuff. Yeah. I'm not going to cancel. I just saw Eric Church canceled a concert. To attend a basketball game, I'm not going to maybe go that far, but if it's a nice weather outside, I will. I will cancel to go get outside. That's amazing. I know. I saw that, and I was like, you know what? Good for him yeah. for like owning up to that and being like, I'm really sorry, sorry but yeah. this is like once in a lifetime. <laughs> sorry, folks, but I got to go to this game. What's your thing that yeah that you would cancel like not cancel a show for, but that you'd be like, I'm so sorry, I have to go do this like once in a lifetime thing. I know. I I am bad at canceling sh- at not canceling shows for things. I just from the very beginning, I'm like, this show must go on. You know, just that mentality of like. A funeral, I'm like, uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of things I probably should have gone to, but I've always put a priority on the show. I mean, I've only been to like four weddings my whole life, and one of them was mine. So, And one of them was our drummer. He got married on a Tuesday. 
So that uh, makes it easy. So yeah. Days. So I just I I I I'm old school when it comes to like just I'll play through anything. I'm just I'm not I don't like canceling shows. Obviously with during COVID, uh, I think every artist experienced some sort of cancellation, and I think fans have gotten used to it. Sadly, that you know the, the confidence that the show is going to definitely happen is not like it used to be. But um, I don't I don't cancel for much. It have to be probably a family thing. Pretty sure. Speaking of family, how is the family? Uh, the family's good. Family's busy. It's been a great uh, winter and spring with just you know a lot of outdoor adventure and activities. They're all doing different sports and I was going to say, I saw Knox is playing hockey. What are the girls doing? Knox is doing hockey, boxing, soccer, and lacrosse. All this, <laughs> all right now. And it's it's every day. It's Which so, I'm sure are like on opposite sides of town. Oh, it's and all so over town. Oh, yeah. You're just driving, Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, it's a drive all the time. Um, uh, and the 2010 Tahoe doesn't get the gas, best gas <laughs> mileage. Uh, my girls doing lacrosse and, 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 that's, and singing and stuff and guitar and stuff like that. But it's just, it's just fun. You know, I think... Um, one of the things that came out of, you know, COVID and all that for me is just, and I think for everybody, it's just, you know, the things that really matter, you know, yeah. family and just time and this time in my life now is so special with these kids because they're not getting any younger. And, mm. you know, I got a 13 year old and she's on a, she's got a phone and, you know, you got to pick your times. You actually get to communicate with her because that, you know, she's got a whole other world now. So just really digging in when you can. And that's what I've been doing with my, with my family. Yeah. And speaking of Evie, your oldest, yeah. I, it makes my heart like so happy every time you bring her out on stage oh, to thanks. sing with Me you. Too. Like, has she has she caught the bug? She's just, uh, you know, what? I haven't pushed it on her at all, and I've been resistant to really going too far into it because I just, it's so important to be a kid. I mean, mm -hmm. I've been on the road and had thirteen year olds open for me and stuff, and like, and it's just. And they're good, and they, that's what they should be doing. That, and that's what the family's all into it, and it's amazing. But at the same time, man, you know, there's something special about being a kid. You don't get those yeah. years back. So I've really been anti any sort of like YouTube channels or, or anything like that. But she's getting to the place where she's maybe she'll start thinking about it a little bit because she's good at it. And I mean she's really good at it. She I mean good enough you brought her out at Houston. Well, Houston Rodeo seventy thousand people and I'm like nervous and she's just like a pro. I mean I'm the one that always messes up when I sing with her. I miss I miss a harmony line or and she's just total pro. Um and she always has been. She has some gift for that just like I don't know, she just feels comfortable up there. But at the same time she's not like, you know, She's not at home singing in front of the mirror. She yeah. just has other interests and stuff, which I think is healthy because it's a crazy, you know, just you want to be well diversified as a kid and your interests. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, it's fun. It's always a joy to bring her up. I love sharing the gift the fans have given me, which is the tour and play music yeah. with my kids because they love coming up. I mean, when I'm on tour, I usually play three different shows. I do my acoustic show early for like the mm -hmm. VIPs and then I have my Hot Country Nights show mm -hmm. we do our 90s country and then I have my real show and the, each kid has taken a little real estate in those gigs my son Knox <laughs> he comes out for the acoustic jam and sings uh, somewhere on a beach and then my daughter Jordan dresses like a little version of my character in the Hot Country Nights Doug she, and then Evie comes out for the real show. So they all get to experience it, which is really special. Yeah, and it's fun, like, them being out on the road. Because otherwise, I'm yeah. sure they're just hanging out backstage and they're kind of bored. Like <laughs> They're just eating, all, stealing all the candy from yep. everywhere, <laughs> catering, buses. Yeah, they're just eating candy if they're not on stage. So it's, it's good. Yeah, and speaking of tour, you're going to be ready to go back out on the second leg of yeah. Beers on Me Tour, which is super exciting. How are you, like, dealing with at this point, like, coming up with a set list, like, going on your, like, almost 21st number one song? Like, how are you picking what goes in the set list every night? Is it getting harder? Because then you've got new music that you want to yeah. play. So it's like, how do you find that balance? Well, it's a great question because I really do try to make every tour different from the one before. And I have to make it fun for me or else it's not going to be fun for anybody. So this yeah. year I'm actually adding a player to the band, Charlie Worsham, who's an artist in his own right and has a you know, great kid. And we he played a lot in my record 
and one day we're in the studio and I said, man, I don't know who's going to play that part on the road. Wish you'd come out and play with us. He took me up on it, so he's going to come tour. Awesome. Yeah, he's going to come tour with us all in 2022, which means we got to we get to revamp our entire show in some way, because uh, there's so many parts of my albums that are aren't being covered on the on the live show. Uh, ben, our guitar player, is covering like seven parts usually, <laughs> so he's going to come out there and add you know banjo, fiddle, dobro, and guitar and, and singing, and it allows us to take some left turns on some songs. And those are just like fun instruments. Going to a jam. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean Maybe I love that. Comes out with a banjo. I'm like yes. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean because from the very beginning, my goal has been to mix. My motto has been like mix the bluegrass with the kickass, yeah. right? Like, how do you take the bluegrass instruments and make it sound big and rock? And so to have them out there, it's really exciting. There's a band we're, we're going getting together next week. On the days that it's raining, I already checked the schedule. <laughs> Tuesday and Wednesday look bad, so we'll be inside. And just start revamping, going song by song. Are we going to play it like the record? Are we going to play it like we've been doing it? Are we going to redo it now that Charlie's in the band? Are we you know the order? Just some things I haven't liked, some things I want to change. It's a good chance to you know just take it to the next level for the second leg of the tour with Ashton McBride and Travis Denning. I mean, it's so fun. So I'm a long way from that spot right now. I mean, I've watched a lot of concerts in town here in Nashville recently. Uh, at Bridgestone, where I've mm-hmm. headlined and 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 sold out, and I'm just like, wow, I gotta get like, I like playing. I don't like being one mode. Like I'm in in biking mode right now, and dad mode, and getting back in studio mode, and to get back into like the combat mode, almost, you know, going yeah. on those stages. It's like I'm not there yet, so a lot of ground to cover between now and June, but uh, I'll get there, and uh, I look forward to being back in the the road mode here when we get back out. That's awesome. Speaking of being in biking mode, I feel like you're a man of like extreme hobbies. You're like biking or flying. Like I'm just trying to like work on my golf game. <laughs> like, always doing something extreme. Have you had any like bad spills lately? Like I always get a kick out of whenever you post that. Uh, luckily, no bad spills flying. Uh, gosh, that'd be a bad thing. Um, but there's always, you know, every as a pilot, I mean, it's like I think every pilot could relate to like, you know, you're always you've never you're always trying to get that perfect flight. I've never had a perfect flight. I've always had some stupid thing I've done. Luckily not. What do you a, mean? Like what count, like just what makes little things flight? like you're you're 20 minutes into a flight and you realize you still have your 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 takeoff lights on. You know, you're supposed to kill the, especially in the little plane that I fly. Those are actual real bulbs. They're not LED lights. So those bulbs are really expensive too. So like yeah. you're flying for half an hour with your lights still on. It's like God, So that's what like are the you equivalent doing? of like driving with your blinker on. A yes, bit. <laughs> you do the same thing have to drive your blinker on. But it drains on. the battery. Yes, yes. Or like roll you land, you know, you put your flaps down to land and you roll into the the park and you realize your flaps are still down. It's just not a good look. Like it's like other pilots are going, dude forgot to put his flaps back up. So just little things like that. Uh, biking, I didn't. I just did a really long bike race event. It took me ten and a half hours. I did a hundred and nine oh miles. It was uh, over nine thousand feet of climbing and really long day in the bike. It started at seven a.m. and the very first thing we did at seven a.m. when it was forty degrees outside was cross a creek. You know, you walk across this creek, so your feet are just icebergs yeah. for like the rest of the ride for the next oh ten and a half hours. But um. Luckily, I didn't fall. I had a bunch of flat tires and stuff. I didn't have any bad wipeouts. Some people did. A guy that I was riding with fell and got a, it hit his head pretty nasty. And, oh. uh, he had a concussion, and we had to kind of leave him behind. But um, yeah, it's uh, I just just challenges are you know. I think the older you get, the more it's like yeah, you know, let's see what I can still do with this body before it. Uh, Right, you know, try something new. I know, I like, I like you said, I literally just started trying to play golf because I've never played before, and I'm like, I need to get out and find a hobby. Oh my gosh! (laughs) You get to a certain age, you're like, what are your hobbies? I'm gonna find one. I had to quit golf. I have it's interesting. You have so many opportunities to play golf, you know. Yeah, you've been given golf clubs, and I there's no reason why I shouldn't be good. Yeah, and it's just it gets so frustrating when it's just like, I'm I think I'm worse now than I was like 20 years ago. I mean, it's like I just. It's a it's a hard sport. And, it's uh, an, like I said yesterday, we were out of the driver range. I'm like, so many things have to go right at the same time. Like exactly one small thing, and I, it's you're done. <laughs> I find I'm good. Like if I haven't played in a year and I go play, 
I'm pretty good. Yeah, but if you're trying all the, the time. second you start thinking about it and working mm-hmm. on stuff and tweaking your game, it's like it's a it's, lot. It's really yeah, frustrating. you're better off on a better off on a bicycle, <laughs> just just with a lot of self-loathing and uh, you know and hitting myself. Definitely working it out on the bike for sure. Well, coming back to music, you've got the song that's coming up the charts, and I love "Beers on Me" because it's such a great like just Dirks Bentley fun song, great at a live you. show. But what I love about it more is that like you brought in these two up and coming country stars who are like making a lot of noise in Nashville right now. Talk about working with Hardy and Breland. Well, I mean, I feel so lucky to work with these guys. They're um, you know they're. It, you know, I wrote the song with Hardy and some other people. It was Hardy's idea, Beers on Me. And I love that idea because I, I just feel like my fans, certainly with COVID, but even more so with all the money they've invested in my career over the, the, all the years I've toured, I'd love to buy them all a beer. I love to, I love to they walk in the, the gate and they get some ticket that allowed them to go get a beer for free and we can all do a toast, you know, that first song. I try to get the idea by Live Nation, but I, I guess there's a lot of legal. Oh yeah, stuff I'm sure there's all kinds beer. of. <laughs> yeah, if someone were underage were to get a beer, I'd be responsible or something, which is too bad because I totally I wouldn't mind paying for it. It'd be money well spent. But so that's the, I mean, he said that idea. That's the first thing I thought of, and I was like, we got to write this song. We did, and um, and I asked Hardy to sing on it because I'm a huge fan of his voice and everything about him. And then uh, I was in the studio and just came across a Nashville scene, which is a, a newspaper here in town, an article about Breland, and I just felt inspired to text him i got his number and he came in the next day and, and wrote a verse and sang on the album so it was a really special meant to be thing and you know i have a bunch more serious songs and more songs that, that say more but at the time i was like people just me included just listening to the radio i just want a song that makes me feel good a song that yeah. just goes down like a good cold beer on a hot day and listening to this song it flows well you got the you know new voices coming in every verse and and it just it just feels good, and I kind of went, went with my gut on that, thinking, hoping this would be something that fans would want to hear, and, and it turns out they, they did, so it feels good to see it doing so well. That's awesome. And then new music. Talk to me about your 10th yeah. studio album. I know you're working on this. What I phase like, are you at? You mentioned going into the studio. Yeah, I'm just now, like literally in the last two days, getting excited about what I'm making. I've <laughs> been <laughs> working on it for so long, and it's so it's I've tried some different routes to get, some, to get what I want to get, and just... And just some little things missing, and um, and this just now, um, you know, just getting the these just work on these mixes and and the instrumentation. I brought my buddy John Randall in, who I've made a lot of records with. Mm-hmm. He's, he's he's produced a lot of Parker McCollum's most recent stuff, and or all of his stuff. He's just a great friend, and has the same ideology when it comes to country music and the importance of certain instruments. You know, a lot of the acoustic instruments, bluegrass instruments, I'd call them, and and placement, and just you know, great. You listen to great country records i mean it's just where the fiddle comes in, where the fills are you know who's who's yeah. backing the singer in the second verse and why is that instrument there and then the, the instrument that you choose to back the chorus why is that instrument taking lead spot there and this the flow of that is it's hard to get that right yeah um and it's important to me to get that right so just these little minor detail things the record sounds the stuff i have sounds great i could put it out tomorrow and people would be like oh it's a great record but for me to be happy with it it's got to be it's almost like a like a, a mathematical thing in some way that mixes with the music and it just and then it ends up just feeling like it was just recorded in one take you know yeah. so uh, it's getting there it's feeling really good super excited about it and uh, probably have a new single out sometime in the fall and maybe an album out this time next year so we'll see yeah that's awesome yeah. and I'm thinking about like just you know you've had a very successful career you get to do these like really cool things all the time when was the last time you had like the, a pinch me moment where you're like I'm just a kid from Arizona how did how did I get like how did I end up in this situation <sighs> There's like a, a some book I read about like you know you should keep a jar in your house full of like awesome moments and just it could be the smallest thing like my uh, 
my daughter going to school say, I'm wearing a bra for the first time. Like, <laughs> whoa, like that's a crazy life moment. Like I should put yeah. that in the jar. Like that's crazy. Um, you know, we rode bikes to school today. Just little, even that, like just little yeah. moments or huge moments, you know, the things that have happened in my life that like, how did that happen? I was at a U2 concert one time and I know those guys a little bit and Bono started singing Drunk on a Plane in the middle of his song Beautiful Day. And it's like, what? What? what, what? <laughs> Alternate? Are we in the metaverse? Like, what <laughs> yeah. alternate reality are we living in right now? This must be a, a simulated reality because there's no way this is like real life. So, yeah, I mean, they happen all the time. Uh, for me, it's I try to find those moments in the smaller little family things that happen that are just like so funny, and you know, from losing teeth to to girls going through stuff, and it's just, uh, it's, it's, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of them. Yeah, for sure. And then St. Jude is obviously like something that's so important to all of us in the country music community. When you think of St. Jude, like what memories come to mind from spending time there? The first thing I think of when I think of St. Jude is just the strength of these kids and how it's about human nature when you're just stripped of so much, when you lose so much opportunity, when you lose physical things like your hair. I mean, when you just Mm -hmm. lose everything, somehow it makes us stronger in some way. Cause I always walk into St. Jude's thinking like, Oh, I'm going to play my guitar and cheer these kids up. You know, mm-hmm. and it's just the exact opposite. Yep. I walk in there and they're like so strong, so brave and um, so happy. You know, usually they're just like got this, this, you know, all the cracks allow the light to, to shine through, I guess. And uh, I'm the one that walks out crying and just like, so weak. Um, so I just think the strong kids, the families, what those parents are going through. I mean, you think you have problems in your, in your life, and then you go there and realize this, their lives have stopped to, yeah. for these kids and for the families. And so, uh, yeah, just uh, I think of all that and just uh, the staff, the, the hospital staff, the how hard they work to to you know help these families going through the biggest crises of their lives. So, it's a great community. And uh, if you haven't been to any children's hospital in a while, you know, it's almost worth just going just to see to count all your blessings. But certainly the top of the the very top there is St. Jude and all they do. Definitely. Dirk Stanley, thank you so much thank for you. your time today. Right. Thanks for coming So excited person. to hear morning music. Yeah, I it's so nice to like, see bodies and that. people. <laughs> yeah, it is. We're not, we're not, I don't think we're going to a Zoom world. This is too, no, too good being not. in person. Awesome. Thank, thank you. you so much. I'll get out of here. Let no, you continue with your day. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.